Podcast 2.0, the podcast with Keith Preston for Sunday, June 22nd, 2018. And this week's Weed News, we talk Brazil, we talk New Jersey, we talk driving high, and more. Hell yeah, welcome to a brand new episode of Weekly Weed News 2.0, the podcast, y'all. (laughs) Hell yeah, (coughs) my name is Keith Preston, I am your host... (coughs) <coughs> you might know me from my Keith Preston's Time Tested Edibles Cookbook series available at Amazon and KeithPreston.com. You know what I'm saying? Um, or you might have heard me on an LMR production exclusive track um, with Countless Racks Records and them. Shout out to, you know, LMR production exclusive, Countless Racks, Mr. Go Hard, and everybody over there doing their thing, man. Um, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout outs to. Anxious Stoner, you know what I'm saying, uh, and and the whole Smoke Network. Um, it, if you're not familiar with Smoke Network, just go to Smoke Dot Network and check it out. Um, these dudes have been working on some revolutionary shit, a decentralized blockchain based platform for stoners by stoners, no censorship. You know what I'm saying? Just cannabis related content, and 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 you can you can make money on that shit. You can advertise on there. It's it's gonna be a a, a decentralized crypto exchange. It's gonna be fantastic, man. That shit about to drop. You know what I'm saying? Within weeks. So so check that out. Um, if you haven't already, man. Um, and and that's what's up. This episode right here is brought to you by the Firefly Two Vaporizer. Um and 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 you can uh check that shit out at vapornation.com where you always get you know what I'm saying free shipping they always throw in a free uh gift um they basically got the largest uh selection of vaporizers all in one place plus they got their low price guarantee you dig um I don't know if you if you if you're in the market for 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 some vapes um you know what I'm saying or if you need some gifts for for uh, someone that smokes weed um. I, I, check it out, you know what I'm saying, there's a link below, um, you ain't got shit to lose, you know what I'm saying, you might find something that you like, um, yeah, fucking, uh, and as always, uh, this episode is also brought to you by the good people at ilovegrowingmarijuana.com and their ilovegrowingmarijuana.com grow bible, which you can get for free, um, you know, from the link below, and that shit will teach you everything that you, you know what I'm saying, um, would want to know about growing whether hydro or dirt or whatever, you know, autos or regular photo period plants or sativas, indicas, hybrids, fucking ruderellas, all that type of shit. Uh, uh, and, and if you don't know what the fuck that is, a ruderellas, read the book, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's what's up. Um, yeah, fuck it. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shit that happened this week in the world of weed, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and fucking, um, uh, smoke this ball right here, and we're let's get to this week's top stories, man. Watch this. That's what's up. 
Yeah, and we begin this week in the great nation of Brazil. As countries around the world evolve their position and their laws, you know what I'm saying, pertaining to medical and recreational cannabis, Brazil is looking to follow suit. Uh, the Brazilian Socialist Workers Party just introduced legalization to their House of Representatives that will legalize both medical and recreational cannabis in the country. Even though the majority of Brazilian voters seem to support legalization, there's a huge amount of opposition among the religious right-wingers in the country, right? So, um, Glenn Greenwald, a Brazilian-based journalist, um, recently spoke with uh, Medical Moment, and in his interview, he was quoted saying, um, quote, it's probably not going to go anywhere, but it's definitely an issue that is becoming more popular among the left. The problem is the evangelical right is totally against legalization on moral grounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like the, the, the evangelicals are just looking at it from the wrong point of view. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, moral grounds? What, how, what kind of moral grounds? Like this should help you get closer to... The universe, the earth, the 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 whatever God or the creator, the programmer or, or or whatever you want to call it, if you believe in a higher power, I feel like weed helps you be more spiritual and more connected to really all that shit. So how can you object to that on moral grounds? But anyway, just a year ago, the Brazilian Supreme Court Justice uh, Roberto uh, Barroso urged politicians in his country to consider legalizing cannabis um, in order to reduce Brazil's gang violence problem. You know, it's kind of the same approach that uh, the new president of Mexico seems to be wanting to take. The president-elect, I should say. Uh, but anyway, we cannot be certain um, that a progressive and cautious policy of decriminalization and legalization will be successful. Uh, what we can affirm is that the existing policy of criminalization has failed. We must take chances. Otherwise, we risk simply accepting a terrible situation, wrote Justice Barroso in an editorial published by The Guardian. I feel like, you know, Barroso is is definitely on the right track with his thinking um, and being that he's on the Supreme Court over there in Brazil. That is very good to have a, a, a voice with his you know what I'm saying, type of credentials, um, you know, thinking this way. So um, the current uh, uh, cannabis and drug laws are not working, you know what I mean? Um, a, a great example of a successful change in cannabis policy can be found in Brazilian's neighbor Uruguay, which became the first country to legalize the use of recreational cannabis a few years back and since then has seen an incredible drop in crime rates throughout the country. Um, let's hope it doesn't take too long before, you know, some of the evangelicals in Brazil realize that cannabis is a plant created by the creator and should be honored as such and definitely not be illegal. You dig? Either way, I feel like it's still good to see the conversation about changing cannabis laws begin in yet another, you know, part of the world. Shout outs to Justice Barroso and, and, and that's what's up in Brazil, man. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, it's taking the world by storm, man. And, and, and I love it. Basically, that's what's up. Um, for our next weekly weed news story of the week, we go to the great state of New Jersey. According to NJ.com, New Jersey governor, Phil Murphy, um, 
has just announced that he wants to double the amount of marijuana producers in his state from 6 to 12 in the very near future. This is because um, since expanding their MMJ um, program earlier this year um, to allow more qualifying conditions, the Garden State has been experiencing a shortage of quality meds. As a matter of fact, New Jersey's MMJ program continues to grow rapidly, adding about 500 MMJ patients a week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what's up. Um, in uh, total, the medical marijuana program in the state now has over 25,000 registered patients. Um, that is more than twice as much as they had around this time last year. So um, New Jersey uh, Cannabis Industry Association Executive Director Hugh O'Bearn uh, was recently quoted saying that, quote, as supply limitations impact patients' accessibility to medicine, then the body that's empowered to act on the patient's behalf should act. If that person is the governor, then the governor should act. We've got people suffering. We've got children suffering for crying out loud, end quote. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, in order to ensure even distribution of the six new cannabis producers, they're going to be spread throughout the state. You know what I mean? It looks like New Jersey really is embracing the whole medical marijuana situation, and, and that's a wonderful thing to see. Shout-outs to Governor Murphy, to, to Hugh O'Bearn. You know, fucking, we've got children suffering for crying out loud, man, and that's the truth, yo, and there's shit that can help them. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I can't give my kid some shit that's going to help my kid? Fuck you and the horse you rode in on, homeboy. You dig? Oh, and, 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 and that's what's up in, in New Jersey, man. But yo, from Brazil to Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a, a story stuff coming out the West Coast in a minute. Um, you know, and, 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 and Europe's doing their thing and fucking, man, I know it's only a matter of time as long as we keep, you know, Doing what we're doing, you know, take action today, help legalize weed tomorrow, and, and, and one day the tomorrow will come where weed will just be legal, but but uh, uh, it's not going to help, it's not going to happen if we stop, you know, being vocal about it and taking action, and, 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 and you know what I mean, we got to do that shit for, for the earth, for the next generation of people, yo, like, I feel like the paradigm shift, the mental shift that... Uh, a cannabis-centric world rather than an alcohol, coffee-centric world would, would, would bring about could be, like, that's pretty much the only thing I can think of that can, like, curb the greed and the, the fucking, the, you know, the bullshit that, that uh, leads people to make a decision to chop down fucking hundreds of miles of rainforest so that they can make an extra 15% profit that year or the fucking oil industry, whatever, man, I'm fucking going off. But yo, shit's good's happening all around the world. And that's what's up, man. Let me hit this right quick. Yeah, man. Yo, today I'm smoking, um, the auto Mazar, the classic auto Mazar. Um, from from uh, Dutch Passions, 
I just chopped down a fresh plant, been microwaving buds and shit all weekend. Uh, cause it be raining out here and that shit won't dry right, and I want to smoke it. And that's what's up, but, uh, alright, let's get to another fucking, uh, weekly weed news story of the week. And for that one, we go to, <coughs> uh, the great state of California. So, the University of California at San Diego researchers are running a new study to try to find out how long people should wait to get behind the uh, wheel after using cannabis, right? So, in a recent interview with ABC 15, Dr. Tom Marcotte, a professor of psychiatry at UCSD Center for Medical Cannabis Research, was quoted saying, If you smoke this morning, are you impaired throughout the day? Are you impaired for a couple of hours? Or are you not impaired? We are trying to answer that. That's what's up, doc. Um, Pinpointing exactly how weed does or does not impair one's ability to drive is much more difficult than doing so with alcohol because it's possible to have a measurable level of cannabinoids in your system without experiencing any psychoactive effects, said Dr. Marcotte. And participants in this study will be given doses of marijuana and asked to complete driving simulations, followed up with a performance assessment, which takes place on an iPad and measures their motor skills, their attention, and uh, their memory. In order to keep track of each person's cannabinoid levels, participants will have their saliva, breath, and blood tested every 60 minutes for seven hours. That's what's up. So you can graph that shit by the hour type shit. That's smart. Um, and this is a randomized clinical study. So um, some will be given high THC weed and others will be given low THC strains to consume prior to being evaluated. And I feel like they're not going to be told which ones they're given. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's the right way to do that shit. Um, so... Fucking, the study hopes to find out just how long it takes before a person regains their, quote, normal mental faculties, unquote, after uh, consuming weed, whether medical or recreational. And and the results could then be possibly used by law enforcement to establish legal limits for driving in places where medical or recreational cannabis is available. Um, you know, I'm curious to see what the results are going to be. Um, I do believe that cannabis affects different people differently and that... The researchers of this study, you know, are going to need to take that shit into account. Um, I, I read a story that, uh, you know, Canada's preparing for their legalization rollout on uh, October 17th and that the uh, driving under the influence of cannabis laws that they're um, trying to trying to make, you know, uh, trying to trying to trying to. Uh, put in place before that shit starts are are super crazy and like that basically the way they are right now like no medical patient will ever be legally able to drive again um but you know what i'm saying i feel like that's just like the beginning and people don't know what the fuck is going on because what like with alcohol i don't know it's it's like 0.08 or whatever that's still like a cup of beers you know what i'm saying like if you drink the night before you should be straight in the morning you know what I'm saying? Or if you have like a beer with lunch, you should still be straight to drive according to that kind of law. I feel like you should still be able to smoke like a one hitter, you dig, or eat like a 10 fucking milligram edible before you go to work and you should still be straight. I feel like that's how 
I don't know, man. If you use cannabis every day, then fucking like a 10 milligram edible does not change your fucking mental fucking shit much at all. But I don't know. We'll see, man. It's a, it's a, it's a question that remains to be answered. And fucking, uh, them dudes out there in, 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 in Cali at, at, at University of California in San Diego are trying to answer that shit. And, and that's what's up, man. Fucking from the East Coast to the West Coast, everybody be bragging, but I'm the one who be puffing most. First I started with the nickel, then the dimes, and the 20. Ah, spending up all my money. <laughs> man, I used to listen to that shit in the 90s and smoke weed, man. <laughs> Shout outs to Be Real, dog. Yeah, man. Alright, so for our next weekly we do story of the week, we go to... A great state of Texas. House Rules Committee Chairman and Texas Representative Pete Sessions, who hates cannabis, has just helped to put an end to two cannabis reform bills that were brought before the House of Representatives this week. One of the bills aimed to create protections for banks that want to do business with uh, cannabis businesses. Even though many states have laws allowing legal and or recreational cannabis sales, none of them are technically allowed. None of the dispensaries uh, uh, involved are technically allowed to use any kind of banking because banking is federally controlled. Well, thanks to Pete Sessions, it's going to remain that way for at least the the foreseeable future because he made sure that that bill didn't fucking get to, to, to any kind of votes. And, 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 and yeah, the other bill that was tabled by Sessions was going to allow recreational weed to be sold in D.C. Uh, by reversing a rider that currently blocks funding from D.C. to their cannabis industry. Um, weed has been legal in D.C. since 2014, but because of Congress's intervention in the form of the above-mentioned rider... People can only get it by growing it themselves, getting it for free, or buying it off the street. That growing it themselves thing isn't bad, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, grow your own meds, man. Learn to grow that shit. Make your own organic fucking meds with the kind of strains you like best. But, yeah, I'm saying I understand not everybody can do that shit. But, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so sponsor of the, the D.C. bill, Representative Eleanor Holmes Norton, commented on Sessions' decision to keep the writer in place, saying this... Ryder has unintentionally benefited violent drug gangs. For that some, uh, for that reason, some refer to it as the Drug Dealer Protection Act. As one marijuana dealer told the Washington Post, the writer is, quote, a license for me to print money, unquote. Regulating marijuana like alcohol would allow D.C. instead of drug dealers to control production, distribution, sales, and revenues, said Norton. So, no legal dispensaries for D.C. right now. You know what I'm saying? This is not the first time and probably will not be the last time that Pete Sessions does away with with meaningful cannabis reform bills, you guys. Um, so, fucking, that shit kind of bums me out. But, um, you know, he's the chairman of the fucking committee and shit. But uh, there is, however, a glimmer of hope because... Uh, Pete Sessions could be replaced if he gets voted out in this year's midterm elections, which are in like 
what is it? August, September, October, November. So in like three or four months type shit. In like a hundred days, yo. So check it out. Uh, it's basically up to us cannabis supporters to do what we can to get this motherfucker to, to no longer be the, the, the fucking committee chairman and shit, the house committee chairman and shit. Um, and, and you know what I mean? We got to do what we can fucking take action, vote, march, educate people, donate to some shit to normal or whatever, uh, uh, volunteer your time. your or, or, you know what I'm saying? Make a video about how we just helped you and put that shit on the internet. You know what I mean, we got to try to get this guy out of office and make the world a better place y'all. Um, cause he's going to keep fucking up a lot of meaningful fucking bills. Like, like he's done numerous times and this week again i mean i know it sounds cliche as fuck but it's the truth like if we don't make it happen it's not gonna happen man so my name is keith preston y'all and what i do is i remind people to take action to to to, today to help legalize weed tomorrow so this is a fucking perfect uh 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 thing that that we could concentrate on and 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 as as you know what i mean as a united group of like-minded cannabis consumers fucking put pressure on the situation to get this fucking chump out of office but yeah man this shit got me emotional about it but 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 yeah i don't like this dude all right man and 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 so yeah so so make sure you know what i'm saying you you keep an eye on on that shit dude's name is pete sessions you it's easy to remember because jeff sessions also hates weed um but yeah man that brings me to the last weekly weed news story of the week and i'm gonna have to hit this bong one more time because that Pete Sessions shit got me pissed off, man. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, so for our last weekly we do story of the week, we go to Great Britain. So, the fact that cannabis has cancer-fighting properties is no longer just a stoner tale, right? More and more doctors are coming out of the woodwork in agreement, and there are constantly new studies popping up supporting uh, this fact. Um, and this week, the British Journal of Pharmacology published a brand new article that supports the claim that certain cannabinoids can fight cancerous tumors, y'all. <laughs> Shit, I'll smoke to that kind of news. I mean, a lot of us would be like, yo, but we do that shit all along. But it, I'm just, you know what I mean? Pretty much ecstatic that, you know, there's more and more scientists coming out with scientific fucking papers in shit like the fucking British Journal of Pharmacology, which is some... You know, reputable fucking old school fucking scientific shit. Um, um, they're coming out and, 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 and proving us right, man. And that is fucking amazing. So the article specifically addresses that phytocannabinoids, those cannabinoids that are produced naturally by the plant, um, uh, um, can, can fight tumors. So phytocannabinoids can quote, stop cancer cells from dividing and invading normal tissue and they may block the blood supply in tumors, unquote, claim researchers who conducted, uh, who contributed to the, the, the British Journal of Pharmacology um, article. Um, 
or study, my bad. Um, they added that other cannabinoids may also aid the body in producing a stronger immune response when faced with growing and spreading tumors. So because, you know, there's countless legal roadblocks that still exist in, in the United States and the United Kingdom and, and all over the world, you know, doctors and scientists are often prevented um, from properly studying cannabis and its effect. Uh, on 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 whatever diseases, but on on cancerous tumors as well, and and uh, but as more studies and articles like this one uh, from the British Journal of Pharmacology emerge, I feel like we're inching closer and closer to having scientific backing, you know, stacked up to the ceiling, you know, for for you know proof for the healing effects of of this amazing plant. So like, uh. It seems like like the roadblocks and shit are falling to the to the wayside worldwide. You know, with each each month, each year, we're like I feel like it's getting better. Um, and although researchers are very hopeful um, and are beginning to believe in the healing power of MMJ, uh, they still urge that people use cannabis alongside um, their current cancer treatments. You know, instead of just replacing it with cannabis. Um, you know, uh, if, I mean, if, if your cancer treatment is working, then, you know what I mean? Then, then yeah, why stop it? But, um, basically y'all, we got scientists coming out and being like, yo man, you know what? These motherfucking weed smoking stoners were right the whole time. Yo, this is some good beneficial fucking, uh, 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 you know, this is a beneficial plant and, and, and we were wrong. Like Sanjay Gupta said, like, yo man, I was against weed forever and, then I fucking looked into it and I realized I was wrong as fuck and I apologize and now he fights for, for cannabis and that's what's up. Uh, but yeah, man, let's keep fucking, let's keep pushing and, 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 you know, so that anybody who, who could benefit from this fantastic plant may have access to it at their discretion and not anybody else's, y'all. Um, my name is Keith Preston reminding y'all to take action today to help legalize weed tomorrow. That's it for this week's weed news. Um, if you haven't already, yo, check out KeithPreston.com, um, you know, to get started, uh, help, uh, taking action. You can download your free cookbook over there. Make sure you get your grow Bible. Check out all them dope vaporizers. Smoke Network coming soon. And, and, and if you need some music to, to smoke to, check out the link below. Mr. Gohard, uh, 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 got some motherfucking... Verbal wizardry and shit uh, uh, for y'all to vibe to, man. That's it for this week's Weed News, y'all. Um, um, yeah, man. I'm in love with the leaf. Bitches be rolling all eyes on me. Yeah. All Chinese, I don't need Vazine. DWI, I don't need ID. Uh-huh. Smoke out of crash, no smoking for free. Uh-huh. Lunch out of papes, yeah, they all burning me. No. Let's talk more smoke, roll up the weed. California Kush, slow up the speed. Wake up and burn, smoke till I'm sleep. Competition blunt, smoke and compete. You can smell it, it's that killer. We stay smoking, no, they You can smell it, it's that killer. We stay smoking.